Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. California Women's Crisis Counseling. My name is Laura. How can I help you? Laura, I do have a crisis. I've killed someone, Laura. Welcome to Second Take Podcast's review of Scream 3, starring Lee Schreiber, Neve Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Patrick Dempsey. Written by Kevin Williamson and Ern Kruger, and directed by Wes Craven. Do you? is now taking credit for Marine Prescott's but we know who killed Maureen Prescott. Billy Loomis and Stu Marker. I mean, they even told Sydney how they did it. Maybe there is a third killer. Guys, this was about cotton. We are not in any danger. We are not in any danger, says Candy, page 15. Who the fuck is this? Somebody who killed to know where Sydney Prescott is. What do you know about trilogies? Well, all I know about Lady Trilogies is that one. All bets are all. Do you want to have this conversation with a polygraph? Is that a threat, detective? It's a threat. Was that a threat? Here's how I see it. I've got no house, no bodyguard, no movie, and I'm being stalked. Because someone wants to kill me? No, because someone wants to kill you. So now, starting now, I go where you go. That way, if someone wants to kill me, I'll be with you. And since they really want to kill you, they won't kill me. They'll kill you. Make sense? None. You are dealing with the concluding tractor of a trilogy. One, you got a killer who's going to be superhuman. Number two, anyone including the main character can die. This means you sit. Hello? Hello? Gail, Dewey, whoever, um, call me back. I can only hear myself. I only hear you too, Sydney. I am not dreaming. I am not crazy. He was there in Woodsboro. It's not Woodsboro, Sydney. Step three is back in production. You gotta be praying to see what it Hey, Detective, what's your favorite scary movie? My life. Me too. I'm Sebastian. Has there been another goddamn rewrite? I'm Jordan. Don't you want to know who killed your mother? And I'm Alex. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to our review of Scream 3. Uh, We have a very special guest joining us today, Alex. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Welcome back. So weird. (laughs) (laughs) When you're, when you're, I find that as well. Like when I have like two or three days off, just work, like the place I'm at every single Mm. week, I sit down at my computer and on my back, and I'm like, "How? How do computer? (laughs) Who? who, What? Yeah, Yeah. I completely. What now? Exactly. And my my job is mostly having conversations with people, and I'm like, "Uh, "Line, (laughs) hello, (laughs) how can I help you?" Oh, oh yeah. All right. So Andrew is Dead. off with the fairies. 
today. Yep. Is that a thing? Yep. Yep. And we're here for Scream <laughs> Three, which is it's a bit upsetting that he's not here because I feel like this movie would have really angered him. I, I was feel so like looking forward to it. <laughs> I feel like when he listens back to this, he's going to be so mad with me. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> have you guys? I mean, I know Jordan definitely has, and I had before. But Alex, had you seen this film prior? Yeah. Like how long ago? Oh, years. Years and years and years. Mm-hmm. What is it? Nineteen years old. Oh, there are abouts. Because the year two thousand, this one came out. Yeah. Oh, look at it go. God, there was a big gap between this and four, wasn't there? If you can't tell, the first song in this movie is like Creed or something. So you know it was <laughs> came out in 2000s. <laughs> Wait, Scream 4 came out in 2011? Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I would have picked it as so much more recent than that. Really? Feel old yet? I do feel old <laughs> all the time. Okay. So Scream 3, mm. any thoughts going into it before you actually got a chance to watch it? Anyone? My memory was this is the shit one. So um, I was pleasantly surprised with my memory. <laughs> that was my best recollection as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, not gonna lie, I've I I may have seen this one. I don't actually know, but I've seen the others, and they're all the same movie. So I feel like I had seen it. So one and two I thought were very similar. Three, not so much. It's a bit different, but yeah. And I I can go into a little bit of that one during the actual trivia. Um, but it won't be as well read as Andrew's version of what that would have been. <laughs> so yeah, do you guys want to jump on ahead or any other passing comments? Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. All right. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. So when I have a headache, it turns out that scream is very annoying. <laughs> really? But only when I've got the headache. Every other time it's passable. Oh, good. Yeah. So the writer from Scream 1 and 2 um, had developed a script for this film and then last minute, well, not last minute, but towards the end of pre-production, they actually had to pull back and change it and brought another script writer in who redid the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And then the same writer came back and did Scream 4, which kind yeah. of will explain, we'll go into a bit more next week, as to why 1, 2, and 4 are kind of more consistently yeah. Scream films. And well, this Earn, one was a bit different. Well, Kruger, who wrote this one, wrote the majority of the Transformers sequels, which explains a lot. So, <laughs> Why? No. Why did... Okay, sure. I got to hit Hollywood. That's the end of what I had to bring to the table. Just that. Oh, okay. That's the only thing I knew about this film coming in is that the screenwriter from 1, 2, and 4 was absent for this one. And you feel it. You do tonally, like just with the characters, you just, you just you feel it. Yeah. And I think um, the main thing is like the first two movies, like the characters are like really enjoyable. I think, especially in the first one, the second one's like a bit, not so much, but like all the new characters in this movie suck. Like they're <laughs> yeah. not relatable. You have no like, you don't care if they live or die, which maybe is the point, I guess, in a slasher sequel. Like they're just there to die essentially. But none of those characters have any redeemable qualities whatsoever. Oh, wait, wait. No, I would say there's one that does. And I just want to double check his name because I always spell, I always say it the wrong way. It was like Patrick Warburton was in this film, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good, good bit of trivia. Yeah. That part was originally going to go to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that would have also been really good. <laughs> Wrestling always finds a way. Um, Patrick Warburton, he's... um. Did you ever watch the um, series of Unfortunate Events Netflix series? Yeah. He's on Lemony Snicket. Yeah. Oh. I right. think he's also yeah, Kronk yeah, 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 from yeah, Embers yeah. New Groove. He's also a Joe on Family Guy. Yep. Yeah. And yes. The Tick in one of the versions of The Tick. 
There you go. There's like three versions of it, and he's one Brilliant. of them. Yeah, really fun yeah, character yeah, yeah. actor. I like I, him. I know you don't know. But he was the um, was he the bodyguard? Yeah, yeah. Stone, the security guy. What's his name? If his name was Stone, that's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Stone. Look at you. you Look go. at you and your yeah. big memory. Stephen Stone called Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, God. his name was Stephen Stone. That's, that's not even. That's not even funny. That's horrible. So Steve <laughs> you, Austin was going to play him. He was up for the part at one point, apparently. Okay, I kind of want that. Yeah, that would have been great. Woulda, coulda. Yeah. But thank you, Lemony. Well, it's okay <laughs> though because I do have a piece of trivia which we're going to repeat every single week. It, this film does actually still have a well a historical wrestling figure in it. David Arquette, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, is a featured actor uh, in the series. This movie actually came out one month before Ready to Rumble. No. Yep. Oh God. So it's all about to happen. This is just it before is. his climb to the top, Alex. Oh wow! <laughs> Do you know this which story? character did he play? Dewey. He's Dewey. Oh right. So he's in a movie that we're reviewing next year, mind you, called Ready to Rumble, um, which was done by WCW um, World Championship Wrestling. And mm-hmm. after that, as part of like the press release, they had him on the show and stuff, and he actually won the heavyweight championship. People were not happy with this, <laughs> but, but um, yep, it's history. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. You can never wipe it from the annals of the history books. <laughs> it. Like it's done. It's written. <laughs> it's it, occur- it occurred. It is chiseled into the stone, as they say. It is one of the points that people mark as the decline of WCW. I mean, there were other things as well, a lot of other things, but this is like, you can see like okay. the people making this decision here. If you're looking at a bar graph, David yeah. Arquette is where the line just goes, boo. <laughs> kind of like this movie in the franchise. Yeah. But I will say roller coasters can't all be rise. They need to drop every now and then to lower your expectations for number four. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's how <laughs> roller coasters work. <laughs> You're not lowering your expectations as you're going down. I think that's the scarier part. It is. <laughs> um, off topic, you guys hear that the Tower of Terror is closing at Dreamworld in Queensland? Terror Terror oh, yeah. 2. The Tower of Terror... 2 is closing, yeah. Is the, is the 2 just the same one, but it goes backwards? Yeah, I think it's so. the exact same ride? Yeah. <laughs> okay, for anyone that's not in like Australia or Queensland, it's effectively, this is a, a car that you sit in that just goes to like 150 Ks per hour or some bullshit like that, and just goes up on a big curve and then straight up, holds like half a second and then comes right back down the curve and back to where you started. Really fun ride. I enjoy it. It's been there for, yeah, 20 odd years maybe? Yeah, as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're shutting it down. So, um, oh, oh no. I mean, Dreamworld's getting worse than it already is. Which asterisk worst theme park in Australia? <laughs> Putting Aussie World above it, mate. For anyone, <laughs> Aussie World host wrestling. Luna Park, that's better. <laughs> Luna Park's rickety ass roller coaster thing. Is, I feel is scarier than Tower of Terror. Is it scarier because it's rickety? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you have like a general personal dread. I mentioned Aussie World. I actually have a friend who got like injured at Aussie World. Oh no. On like one of those, um, one of the ones where it's like a seat and like it goes around like in a circle. Yeah. And like, yeah, like yeah, cup sort of thing. And like, like it, just, it just like yeah. broke off. Oh fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, Aussie World, definitely not high on the list of uh, safe theme parks. Well, theme parks did that- people die there though? Because Dreamworld definitely not as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Recently. I don't believe it has any deaths. I've always been a huge fan of Movie World here. Um, for those, like, once again, not around the area, it's Warner Brothers Movie World. It's effectively our version of Universal Studios, but for Warner Brothers, because I guess Universal Studios is more of a common theme park placement. Um, but yeah, just full of DC 
characters. All the rides are now effectively DC themed as well. They didn't used to be. They there was a roller coaster. There used to be Lethal Weapon themed back when that was in its prime, and now it's a Joker coaster. Same thing. But I prefer that oh. theme park because it's you know it's fun and the rides yeah. don't hurt people. So they have you know. the Wild West there. Is that the Wild West is still the Wild West, which is amazing because that movie mm. bombed and yeah. they've committed to it. It's because no one it's else a good ride. It, the, the ride's good, but they're like, no, we can't change you the can, gimmick. You, can, you, know, you could rebrand it somehow. What would you change it to? It's like, um, yeah. what's that one that um, idiot face? Um, Johnny Depp did the pirate guy, but he was Indian. Yeah, um, Lone Ranger. Uh. Yeah, but that also bombed. <laughs> I mean, at least it's a more recent bombs. People might yeah. know what it is. <laughs> I guarantee I mean. kids are like. Gonna coming up like what's the wild wild west and parents are just like um we're not gonna watch cowboys it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not i'll talk it. about it when you're older <laughs> uh what would you rebrand that at right as i think we're very Red off topic now i'm stuck it's, it, it's movie well it's it's warner brothers themed oh. uh, we're a bit restricted oh i know okay. have there been I, any western movies that can be considered successful i liked guns and blazing saddles the hateful eight I guess you could do that, but once again, doesn't doesn't the, the ride itself being like a log ride? It really doesn't fit any of those things. <laughs> I was Django Unchained. No, <laughs> just when you're standing in line when they're playing stuff on the screen, it's just Leo saying the N word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, um, going Looney Tunes. You could have like a Wile E. Coyote themed one, but they actually have a Looney Tunes section of that theme park, which is also so outdated. Because when were the Looney Tunes last relevant? I love them. Don't get me wrong. But Space Jam. Space Jam. And then yeah. the movie tunes back in action, which was like the nail on the coffin. <laughs> um, there is Space Jam 2, though. Was a recent Looney Tunes one that wasn't there, that wasn't back in action. It was like another one like that, though, oh, recently. I feel like I should uh, know about this if it's true. Think so. I'm going to do research. Did you guys have any more trivia? There's a few movie? like Muppets ones like that in the last few years. Oh, maybe it was Muppets. Muppets. Yeah, I've got um, one of the bits. So the original script that I think Kevin Williamson actually did write. Um, the original ending was kind of cool. Um, it was going to be uh, Stu from the first movie had somehow survived his death by television and uh, was in, in prison. Uh, and so they were going to do it where like he was somehow controlling like a bunch of teenagers who were obsessed with like the stab films to like go out and commit the murders. And then uh, Columbine happened. So the studio was like, nope, we can't have teenagers committing violence. Rewrite. Yeah, fair. That was the that thing, that was that, that mysterious event. I forgot what it was. It was Columbine shooting, my bad. Yeah. They were just like, <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't have teenagers murdering people on film, I'm sorry. No, it has to be evil stepbrothers. Yep. That's yeah. fair. Oh, that was so stupid. <laughs> I mean, we'll get I didn't it. see that coming. Um, I have one last bit of please, trivia. Please, please, yeah. Um, so Courtney Cox actually ran into a blender and that's how she got her hair cut. <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Uh, that or she got hit in the face with a shovel or something. Like yeah, it's, it's not good, right? Just in her forehead. <laughs> like we could horrible. pick up the scissors, scissors in our life for the first time ever and she could be like, fix my fringe and we would do a better job. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And but she said okay to it too. So she's yeah. at fault. Unless yeah. you also self cut it, then she's double at fault. Was thinking I can do this, and then <laughs> yeah. thinking like I did it. I got this. I got like all oh. those uh, YouTube videos of people giving themselves bangs, <laughs> and then like oh, even if she literally <laughs> just up. got a bowl and did a bowl cut, it the only way, neater. like the only way her image in this film could be more year two thousand was if she like completed it with like a some kind of double denim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, all right, babies or any more trivia? Um, I'm tapped out on trivia. No, nope. Okay. This this is why we really need Andrew. He does the homework. Oh, yeah. You can not you guys didn't. But Andrew it, does a lot more look, homework than it, we do. It made money at the box office. Probably. 
I'll actually, while while the movie papers is loading, I'll look up the, the box office because what Andrew normally does for us. We can do it too, yeah. right? We got you, Andrew. Yep. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Babies. Sorry, someone, someone, Phil, I'm looking up um, numbers. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. Uh... I had nothing with this. It's just like, it's just another Scream movie. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, like, take some elements from Scream and then mix it with, like, the Saw franchise when it started to get bad. Yep. So, like, what was that? Three? Four? I was thinking Bowfinger. Because this film's about a film that's being made around them. Uh, yeah. Um, and... Uh, Black Christmas because it was a bad horror film. Um, <laughs> so domestically, oh, we'll just go. We'll just go worldwide. This film made one hundred and sixty-one million dollars, which I can guarantee is great because I can't find the budget. But as a as a horror, I guarantee the budget wasn't above forty at the very most, given the start, given like the actors in it. Yeah. Um, but I'll confirm the actual budget in a bit. Um, do you guys want to move into tweets then? Ew. Sure. Oh, guys, we're smashing through this review. Hell How yeah. efficient! How it's just because there's so much bad and so little good, so we've got to leave leave time at the end. No, that's true. And today I'm gonna to read it to you. It's got any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. Sorry guys, what did I say the budget would be? Not forty. Over forty. Yeah, it was exactly forty. I priced his right at this bitch. Wow. Look at this boy. I'm curious where that would have all gone, and I, I say curious. I'm curious how much of that Courtney Cox got. Yeah, I was um, about to say she was fresh off Friends. Yeah, or yeah. Friends was still going. So. And how much were they making per episode by, by oh, the latter end? On the yeah. two thousand. Did they have like that massive per episode deal by that point? Or was That's that what I'm not later? sure. Yeah. When did Friends finish? Two thousand two, or was it earlier than that? I think it, it would have been around there. The stars are paid $75,000 per episode in season three, 85 in season four, 100 in season five, 125 season six, 750 season seven and eight, and 1 million for seasons nine and 10. Jesus so, Christ. And so I don't know when season 10 happened, Ed, obviously, because I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, pretty good stuff for them. So yeah, Courtney yes. Cox would have been demanding quite the quite the bit of salary, I imagine. I would imagine so. Um, my, of course, David Arquette at this point wouldn't be able to say, hey, WCW World Heavyweight Champion up my pay. Exactly, but by the time Scream 4 came out, he would be having that, that championship for Super Bowl oh, for sure. through. Um, my tweet is, that, why no stop, don't do it, Scream 3. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, hey Ghostface, ever had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hashtag Jay and Silent Bob do Woodsboro. 100% the best part of the movie. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> classic slasher where Ghostface goes around killing everyone. With a twist. Ooh. Of the knife. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Oh, God. Do you guys want to start with the good, get it out of the way, or um, start with the bad? Sure. Start with the good? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy. So, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Should we go to bed? Yeah, look, I didn't have anything specifically noted down for good. Like there's parts of the movie that I enjoyed and then there's parts where I was like, oh, this is awful. 
but nothing specific stands out as good yeah. aside from the momentary Jay and Silent Bob. Yes. <laughs> Which I like because they kind of paid that off like a year later in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where like they walk onto the set of Scream and like Wes Craven's there and Ghostface <laughs> is a monkey. It is, it is, it is know, great. People love awesome. monkeys. Is Neve Campbell in that scene too? Because she's like fighting off Ghostface. No, it's- And she um, unmasks him. It's not, it wasn't it's Eve? someone else, yeah. It's no one that was like in the movies. But yeah, great style. <laughs> is that, it's just all Miramax, isn't it? Yeah. Is Miramax- a good company or a bad company these days? Were they involved uh, in a lot of the Presently, well, actually, that's something I had listed here as the bad, so we'll we'll wait because I need to explain it. <laughs> but, yep, uh, yeah, fair. they were fine at this point. Uh, not so much anymore. Yep, okay. Because Kevin Smith, is he still going through them these days? No, he does all of his stuff like independently nowadays. Oh, I don't know if that's because like nobody wants to touch any of the wacky ideas he has, but mm. most of his movies are independent now. I or through like, like someone like A24, I think he does a lot through now as well. Yeah. But yeah, definitely not through Miramax. Maybe we should have added him to the schedule next year. We've done a couple of his films. Have you done, we haven't done Dogma on the show yet, have we? Didn't we do it years ago? Did we? I know we did Clerks 1 and 2. Yeah. And I Clerks really 3 is now Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. Yeah. I well, we really can always do a reboot. That'll be out at some point. It's coming out soon, isn't it? Like real soon. Well, it's out in the US. Like they're touring it around, but I haven't seen any release here yet. Yeah. I'm Logan. pretty sure we did Dogma in like one of our first years. We may have done it, honestly. I can't remember. Because but I remember getting you to change something and um, there was like a Woody, Woody figure doing something in Dogma. I can't Buddy remember. Crest. It was... Honestly, maybe. I, can't, I cannot remember. It's been three years. To that's be honest, for 150 yeah. movies, I'm not going to remember. I, I know we did Clerks one and two. That's that's why yeah, I remember. You definitely did. I remember listening to them and getting angry. Yeah, yeah. Look at our archive. Somebody complained just... about the the musical sequence in Clerks two, where they all sing um, the Jackson Five. Oh yeah. I mean, if we're gonna add Kevin Smith to the schedule, I would love to hear Andy's opinion on Tusk. Oh, he would hate it, <laughs> but I think he would also like it at the same time. So, just passed. Um, this weekend, just before you're hearing this episode, we did our live show um, at Brisbane Supernova of Street Fighter. And it was um, Andrew and Zane that joined me on there for that. And it was really interesting having... Everyone actually recommended it, by the way. So <laughs> spoilers for that review. Um, which I was very surprised because I didn't think going into it that Zane and Andrew would actually like Street Fighter. But once again, proves my point. Andrew loves Schwarzenegger films. So there's like a certain part where he just likes B-movie trash when it comes to like action. And we all agreed that Street Fighter is not a good film, but it was very funny for what it was. So we all kind of let it be. But um, oh yeah, that episode will also be up in like four to six weeks, apparently. That's the venues told us how long it will take them to get us our 45 minute recording. Uh, oh, oh, good. So yeah, bonus episode down the track. Asterisk sometime. Are you, did, you find, did you find those? Have we done it? Um. The, the website on my phone is weird. There is a search function on the website. Uh, it's not there, okay, I'll just, I'm going to hit go bad. And this is no more good to talk about guys. And um, we'll come back and re reveal whether we review Dogma. <laughs> yep. Sure. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. We have not done Dogma. He came up in a couple of debates back when we used to do debates. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, because it's coming up as debate topics, but not as episodes itself. So guys, there's still time for Dogma. The best Kevin Smith movie, I would say.
That was my personal favourite. It's been a while since I've seen a lot of them, though. Maybe mole rats, but I think dogma. Just looking back at it, like our our old posting, like Captain America, Civil War, spoiler-free episode, and then a day later with spoilers. Yeah. How polite were what? we? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to us? We, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, Used to be such considerate young men. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> and that was the worst too, because that, that was just Zane and me arguing. Oh, remember driving this Daisy? Yeah. Remember our fight? It was a stupid movie and you're yeah. all stupid no. for liking it. It was. Good content though. <laughs> oh, oh, never doing a user poll again. All right. <laughs> we're in the bad guys, or as I call it, the crux of this entire review. Yeah. I can summarize my issues with this film with two scenes, two linked scenes. And I think I yelled about it in our little group chat prior to this. Courtney Cox goes downstairs and Roman, the film producer or director? Director. He's the director. No, no, no he's the producer, isn't he? No, he's director. the director. The producer's the older guy. That's right. Is in like a chest freezer. She opens, she opens it up. He's covered in blood, has like a knife in his chest. He's dead, quote, you know? Yeah. It's later revealed that Roman is the killer. So it's a fake out death. That is fine. However, Gail checks his pulse and they don't just like, she doesn't just check it and it's just part of the shot. They even do a cut in to show her checking his pulse. They make note, they draw focus to the fact that Gail has checked Roman's pulse. Yeah. And then she walks away because he's like in terrified because he's dead and he's not dead, which either means- Faked you out. Yeah, they faked us out, but in a bad way. Right, yeah. like they've lied to us, and that's 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 not that's not good. Like they've literally just lied to us, saying, "Yep, he's dead. Here's the proof." Oh, we got you, you stupid audience. Like, I mean, dude. to be fair, like there's probably a way to do that. Like I read a news story the other day about some guy who like had technically died for a few minutes and came back to life, and he was a prisoner. So he was arguing that I've technically served my life sentence. That's great. <laughs> and to be fair, he's got a point. Yeah, but. Did this prisoner like get beaten or something? Because this guy just put makeup on and laid in a freezer. Yeah. Like he wasn't actually attacked by anyone. So there was nothing that could make him almost dead. He was just laying in makeup and she checked the pulse of a man that was just sleeping or not even sleeping, just closing his eyes. And he was dead. Like it, yeah. the movie just didn't care. And I hate when, I hate. I mean, it would have been fine if they'd cared to like explain how he may have been able to briefly make his heart stop beating and not be dead. Or, haha, you fell for that prop body. Yeah. Something, like, they're, it's, it's, they're or maybe, making movies. Or maybe it's just the suggestion that Gail's just real fucking dumb. Well, that's the other thing. I'd The, the best possible reading is that Gail's an idiot. <laughs> the yeah. worst the reading most believable is, one, too. Yeah. So that's kind of sums up for me the badness of this film because it kind of treats you like a moron. There's yeah. no respect there for the audience because they've literally just lied to you and not in a tricksy way, just in a way of, ha, gotcha, but don't don't ask questions. <laughs> so it's, it's fucking why I hate WWE at the moment. Like there's just no respect for the intelligence of the audience. And poor fucking Andrew watched this film twice for this review. I know he couldn't make it today because he fell asleep, I think. <laughs> but I spoke to him about it yesterday. So he watched it, saw what happened. You know, Roman's dead. And then had to see Roman was alive. And he's like, something's off about this. <laughs> and then when going through yeah, watching it the second the, time. The writing. Yeah. 
then you could see in active time what's actually wrong with this. So that, that's that's me. What about you guys? Um, I hated like all the stuff with Sydney's mum. Like, you know, a franchise is running out of ideas when they're Ghost going mom. to hallucinations of a, a dead relative. But Ghost yeah. Mum, she's better than other mum, right? <laughs> I guess. As well, like that, the whole like voice modulation thing was just taken too far in this movie. Like that, that technology does not exist in the year two thousand. No, I, I don't even, I don't even know that it exists now. <laughs> not that good, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good point, and it's I, I kind of like the conceit a little bit because it is, a, it's a fun tool. So as an audience member, you don't know who they're speaking to. That that, that does add good tension, but it's also bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's the problem. If this was if this was a um, Nightmare on Elm Street and it was Freddy doing this you know, stuff, yeah. fully passable, yeah. he's a dream monster, or whatever, but, you know? But this is just a dude- With a knife and one, a mask, yeah. Once again, if they had given me even a little bit of lip surf and say, yeah, it's movie technology. I mean, yeah, okay. Like, just some, just some reason for magic existing in this sense. Like, it's just this, this device cannot possibly exist. Yeah. Just like the dead body. If it was a prop body, lean into the fact that this whole franchise has been making fun of horror movies the entire way mm. through. And we've finally set in the third one. In a movie set, I feel like you should be able to play with a lot of those elements yeah. there in a meta sense. But this obviously this writer wasn't up for the challenge. Or maybe he never even considered the challenge. Maybe he just thought it's, a, it's you know... It's well, a nice I mean, setting. Yeah. The movie was being written as they shot it. Like there was so many rewrites, which is funny because that is also what's happening on the fake movie in the movie. So uh, I guess it's art imitating life there. It's the worst. I hate it. Yeah. Anyone else? Go on. There's a lot of bad here. Um, yeah. Like literally everything. <laughs> I, I just didn't, in, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't, it wasn't really anything that would stick out. Yeah, for like a, even for like a comedy horror. Yeah, like it, it's not really a horror. This is like a takeoff of a horror, right? Like it's or a thriller or slasher or whatever you want to call it. I would say yeah. I know you didn't get a chance to rewatch the other two, but one was definitely more in the horror camp for me. But it because it was it's like a fun team sort of horror. It never it, these franchise this franchise has never really hit horror horror for me. Yeah. It's always just been thrillers with characters trying to emulate horror villains. And that and it comes off exactly like that. Yeah. This film just, oh, I don't know, I think the cast was too big. I know I'm rambling a bit. It just felt so all over the place. It, Lack it is of focus, ass. yeah. Like there was this, there is a common through line with Neve Campbell, uh, with um, Sydney throughout the entire yeah. film. Her, I mean, hallucinations aside, I can at least say where she starts and where she ends. There's a there's an okay through line there. Nothing spectacular. Nothing that you're not rewriting the book on film or anything. But there's something there. Even Dewey and um, and Gail's um, interactions, great stuff. You can see the characters have come a pretty long way from screen one. They're all good. It's every other fucking person around them is just walking in circles the yeah. entire yeah. time. And as an audience member, you just get lost yeah. because there's no, you don't, it, nothing matters. Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. This movie really, it broke me a bit. Yeah. I was, it's those like franchise characters that are there the whole time. You can still kind of get invested and follow through on them, but it's all of the newer characters who you just don't care about. Like they have no real story to follow aside from that. They're there. They're going to die. But when are they going to die? Yeah. Yep. Like there's nothing, nothing really to invest into. Well, like 
how can a household full of people not smell Oh, that gas, was so bad. <laughs> like enough gas to... To like, explode the house? Yeah, to yeah. explode an entire house. Like that's just awful. Yep. <laughs> this is probably going to be a bad thing for most people, but I, I, I should just not get into the good. Um, I do like the fact that Dewey is like invulnerable to death. He cannot be killed. Um, and one of my favorite bits is when he gets the knife thrown at his head yeah. and he gets hit with the butt. Great stuff. I actually really, really like that. that. A, Dewey is the tr- like the true final girl of this franchise. Yes, he's is that in another one. movie? Is that in oh, one it of the probably fir- is. It was, it, was it in the first or the second one? Oh, as in one of these movies? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember it. I don't think so. Because I feel like I've seen... Like maybe they did sequence. it in like one of the scary movies. Oh, Shriek mm. or something. Yeah, maybe. Do we just because he gets stabbed in the gut in the first one? Yeah. Did he get attacked in the second? Did he get? Yeah, he did get. Yeah, like because they do him, like yeah. the fake out death with Dewey in the second one. As like, well. he dies for a while. Yeah. And then in this one, he just gets knocked out. But Dewey yeah. kills Roman in this one. No. Wait, who kills Roman? Was it Dewey? No, yeah, Sydney. Dewey. Sydney. No, Dewey shoots him. That's oh cool. yeah, in, in the, the head. End. In the end. Oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets the right at the very end. Oh, oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. Look at him go. What a good boy. Uh, What's like a we cop? deserve. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy him a lot more than I should in these films. In all four of them. He's yeah. my favorite. He's just enjoyable. He, I don't know. He just has a very like relaxed, oh, I'm going to say country quality to him. Like he just seems yeah. like you're, you're hard work and blue collar guy that you just like, look at him. He's doing yeah. his best. And he's, he's not- a guy you just want to hang out with. Exactly. Let's sit down and finest. have a beer with Dewey. Yeah. Oh, this film is trash. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. dude. So- there's a scene like probably like halfway through the movie, like when they find out that Sydney's mum was like an actress mm. and like the scene where I think his name is Milton, like the old dude, like the movie producer. Yep. How he's talking about like his like Hollywood parties where like actresses would go so they could meet people who could advance their careers. Mm. And he's and he's talking about like, oh, nothing happened to Sydney's mother that she didn't bring on to herself. And this movie was distributed by Dimension Films, which was founded by Harvey Weinstein. Look at him go. Big yikes. Ruining everything we love. <sighs> Shocking. Yeah. Listen, I'm personally, I'm, I'm verdict ready. I think I've been very blunt about this film, but yeah. do you guys have any other standout bad scenes? There's so many. Yeah, the, just the idea that like Roman was responsible for setting off Billy and Stu in the first movie, it just seems like too much of like a, ham-fisted like attempt to wrap everything up mm. in a neat little package. So what was his motive again? Exactly. He's upset with Sydney because because she was the, she was the kid that he like she kept. Uh, such a mummy issue. Such a shitty reason again. Have you ever been disowned by your own parents? Kill your parents. <laughs> well, yeah, well he did. He, he got Billy and Stu to do it. To kill his parents. The billion story didn't kill Sydney's dad, did they? Actually, no, her dad lives. Yeah. It, he's not his dad, though. That's yeah, also no. true. He ended up just more. How did Sydney's mum die again? What was, what was the cause of death? Billion Stu killed her. They killed Sydney's mum? Yeah. Did they? She wasn't in the first movie, was she? I cannot remember at all. Yeah, she was already dead, I think. Uh, yeah, but they didn't kill her, did they? Isn't that like in like the last scene of the first movie, Like they talk about how. They did it and they framed Cotton for it. Huh. I forgot that. Yeah. Maybe I <laughs> Cotton was in this film. He He's a nice little fake out kill. Oh, sorry, not fake out kill. A little surprise celebrity kill, I guess, at the beginning. Look, it's Sabretooth. He wasn't Sabretooth yet, was he? Leave Shriver? I don't think so. No. <laughs> was he the big, he was the big name though? Like that was it? Like 
I guess. I mean, I I just see I didn't think because like they have done that in like every movie so far where they've had like a bigger celebrity like mm. be in the first film, but I just sort of saw that as like yeah, that's Cotton Weary. Like yeah, it's not nothing special. Was that meant to like trick us? I don't know. I felt like such a waste of like he's not a he's not a bad actor and oh, he's just good. and he's only in collectively in these three movies maybe twenty minutes of screen time all up. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like a bit of waste for me, but that's fine. This whole movie was a waste anyway, so <laughs> pretty appropriate. Yeah, because so I don't have like anything in depth to go into. Yeah. yeah. So well, let's let's punch into verdicts. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. This movie's horrible. And if you like it, you're horrible. Go watch good movies. <laughs> I so did. Was that a yes or no? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sorry. It's my strongest recommendation. <laughs> no, um, if you like these kinds of films, you've got two other good ones that we will comparatively. One's definitely good. Two's not as good, but much better than this. And we'll talk about four next week, but spoilers, it's a lot better than this too. Um, there's no need to even come back to this film. Yeah, look, I, I came into this series saying that I was going to just belligerently defend all of these movies, but going back to this one, I, I can't. It, like, it's a fittingly meta concept, I guess, for like what was going to be the end of the trilogy, but it's just such a mess, and there's just so much bad and not a lot of good. So, yeah, skip it. It doesn't really do anything serviceable for the franchise. I mean, it tries to wrap everything up, but I would prefer just to ignore it. And honestly, because none of the main three ever die in these films, Incon- you can actually skip it. Yeah, you can literally go one, two, four. And the only thing is you have to, I mean, it still tells you, I think four starts, like let's say it starts 10 years after the events of three, you just add a five to that, you know? You just yep. pretend it's 15 years past <laughs> last you saw and nothing will change because there's no reference to this film in yeah, that one. Yeah, nothing from this movie is even mentioned in number four. Yeah. So it's like they themselves know that this is a dud. And that's exactly it, which is an absolute pity, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't watch this. <laughs> there's no need to. Just forget it happened. You don't have to look at Courtney Cox's awful haircut. <laughs> that might be the best most terrifying thing in this film, actually. Like, consistently, uh, yeah. her haircut is the scariest yeah. thing in this film. If you're after, yeah. like, low-key horror drama, like, that's <laughs> the one you want. Like, don't get me wrong, like, there's n- nothing wrong with the acting, per se, but the, the three story leads are good. Uh, dude, just... all of those, like, people who are the, like, the actors in the film, oh, they were none horrible. of them were very good. <laughs> no, they were actually horrible. But, like, the three main ones, they were fine. Yeah. Um... They got lucky, honestly. They they picked three very competent actors when they started mm. the franchise. Yeah, and I don't I, I don't even think they were intentionally sticking with Dewey, were they? Because I thought the idea was Dewey was meant to die in number one, but they decided no, nah, yeah. we'll keep him, which is so. good instinct. Because yeah, yeah, David Arquette's a really fun guy to have on set, um, have on screen as well. So yeah. mushroom, yeah, mushroom, <laughs> fun guy. <laughs> David Arquette, am I missing something here? Fun guy. Yeah, I'm gonna hit the I'm gonna hit the end button. Are you recommending this film or not? No. Are you sure? <laughs> can I talk you into it? <laughs> you can try. Um No. <laughs> Alright. You failed. Well, this was a short one. As yeah, which is gonna happen when the film honestly gives us nothing really much to go on. So 
bit yeah. sad. So it's just not very Maybe if good. Andrew was here and he could have given us could have like half us. an hour of trivia. You <laughs> <laughs> should not use the term <laughs> fluffed us. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, All right. Well, well, we have a website, secondtakepodcast.com. You can find three years of other reviews for films that are good to watch. Here's a fun little thing Ooh. from uh, July 12th, 2017. How to Save Drew Carey. That is an episode you can go and listen to. I think we talked a little bit about his days in the army in that episode too. You might accidentally learn something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's never our intention. Um, hit us up on Facebook. Alex, tell us all about that. Um, so if you go to Facebook and search for second take podcast, oh God, it'll, be the, it'll be the yellow one. Hey, yeah. I actually, I figured <laughs> this one out. If you go to facebook.com forward slash second take. It'll take you directly there. That's exactly it. I hey. it. It only took me like four weeks, but yeah. I got this. Oh well, my god! It's been like what? Well, our first episode ever was March 10, 2016, and I still don't know it. Yep. So. <laughs> um. Wait, I can do this. If you live in the future, future. Uh, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. It's mostly wrestling. I'll be honest. I've been on the Twitter very uh, a lot lately. It's and just it's Seb retweeting wrestling. me, retweeting Jordan and um. <laughs> And Al, uh, Dave Alvarez. Dave Alvarez? No. Brian Alvarez. Brian Alvarez. There we go. And Dave Meltzer. There we go. I merged them together. <laughs> it's just me retreating wrestling. You literally go on and it's Doze. Yeah. I'm, this is not, I'm not talking hyperbolic here. It is just wrestling. It is just, I went past some interesting thing about movies and then skipped over it and then retweeted something <laughs> about wrestling. It's just wrestling. That's okay. <laughs> yep. Tw- Twitter's dead. Um, we also have an Instagram where sometimes you might see pictures of yogurt. That's true. I don't know the handle. That's a, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's an Andrew one. Second take. If you know, you can email us at, at second take podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, patreon.com slash second. We do need hats. So oh, second take hats would be good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week to talk about the good scream film. Scream four. Saw you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.